When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Guys, listen, real quick, don't forget to visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. Guys, I am really excited about today, about being here today, about being here on this show today, having you join me today before we get started. You know how I like to do this. I like to give a huge shout out to my biggest supporter, my biggest fan, my lovely wife, Nicole. Girl, that's your shout out for today. I know you're watching. I know you're listening. Listen, if it's 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, make it 2 p.m. Pacific or 3 p.m. Mountain Time, listen. TMG, Tell Me Something Good podcast is streaming live. Guys, I am so glad that everyone is joining. Listen, I say this each time, and I mean it. In a very short time, this show has taken off, and it's being heard in places all around the world, Uh, places like Ireland, Sri Lanka, China, Japan, Paraguay, South Africa, just to name a few. And I am glad that you took out your time today to join in and watch and listen to the show. I know some people have been watching the show ever since the show has started, so thank you. I really appreciate you, and maybe this is your very first time joining in. Your very first time hearing my voice or seeing my face. I'm so glad You decided to join the show today. Guys, listen, if you did not catch today's topic, today's episode we're going to talk about, guys, let me go and let you know what it is. Today's topic, guys, is digging holes. Yeah, today's topic is digging holes. I'm excited to get started with this. So whether you're in your car driving or Maybe you're at work or at home. Wherever you are listening to the show, sit back, relax, if you can, because we're about to get started. Guys, people always ask me, where do I come up with the topics for my show? And I tell them some of the most random places, some of the most random things. Sometimes topics come up while watching television, watching a movie, while reading, uh, could be reading a news article, and sometimes it could be just cutting grass or doing 
everyday average stuff and the topics come to my mind. Today's topic came up while I was watching a television program. And in the program, these children were playing in a sandbox. They were all playing in a sandbox. And there were several children up playing, but there also were a few children sitting on the ground inside the sandbox. And while they were sitting in the sandbox, several of them had little pails, little plastic pails and plastic buckets and little plastic shovels. And they were just digging away. I mean, other kids were running and playing and jumping, and they were just sitting there with their buckets, with their shovel, digging. The other kids were running, screaming, and yelling, and they still sat there with their pail, with their shovel, digging. They were unfazed. They were unmoved. They were unbothered by everything else and they stayed there they kept digging digging nothing listen parents would come in and get their children i guess because it was time to leave but those children still sat there unbothered and they still were just digging listen i can't be the only one and i know i'm not i'm not sure but i believe that many of us when we were children, dug holes in the ground. I know I did. My grandmother told me many times, boy, cover those holes up that you dug in my yard. I would dig a hole in a minute, and I would, and I would plan my day out. I'm going to go out. I'm going to dig this hole over here. I'm going to go. It was almost like a construction site, right? You would plan where you're going to dig the hole because some ground was better to dig holes in. Some ground was just too hard to try to dig a hole. You just couldn't dig a hole everywhere. <laughs> you had to plan. It was strategic. I call it strategic playing. You had to be strategic when you played. <laughs> you had to know, know where you were going to dig the hole. You couldn't just dig it everywhere. Some ground was too tough. So I know I'm not the only one. And I know if you're watching this, you can go ahead and admit it. Yep, let's say Travis Yeah, me too. I just love digging holes in the ground. Got yelled at a lot about it. Had to make sure I covered them back up when I got done. But I enjoy digging holes in the ground. And I don't know what it was like. And I don't know whether you used a stick or a toy shovel. But many of us can say that we had the experience of creating a hole right and i'm i'm not i'm not sure what it was i'm not quite sure why this seems to fascinate us as kids maybe it's the amount of dirt maybe we're trying to see how much dirt we can dig, dig out you know i don't know maybe we're trying to see how much dirt we can dig out maybe it has to do with the idea of creating something we can call our own or maybe it has to do with the sound the shovel makes when it connects with the ground. So maybe that came into play. I don't know, but there was something about the connection between the shovel and the ground. It was something different. 
You know, you, you can have the shovel in your hand, but there was something about the connection between the shovel and the ground. Listen, guys, and that made me to begin thinking. Now I'm digging these holes, and it made me to begin thinking, what were some of the largest, or are there some of the largest man-made holes? And I began to think, and there's some pretty big, pretty large holes that man has made that we have dug out into the earth. Some of the pretty large holes. One of the largest holes, man-made holes, is a Chukakamata open cast mine, which is located in Chile. I'm going to throw up a picture of it. This is called the Chukakamata open cast mine, located in the country of Chile. Yeah, it is said that 300 billion cubic feet of dirt was dug out. It didn't say the hole was that large, but in in terms of how much dirt was moved to create it, that's a lot of dirt. 300 billion cubic feet of dirt was moved to dig it out. And then, and then I didn't stop there, and then there is the Cola Super Deep Borehole. Let me get that one for you. This is called the Cola Super Deep Borehole, which is 40,230 feet deep. That's a lot. That is really, really deep to dig a hole that deep, which is about 7.6 miles deep. And if you do the metric system, uh, 12.2 kilometers. So that is pretty deep. And these are all man-made holes. All man-made holes. They they aren't natural occurrences. They didn't happen overnight. These are all man-made holes. These are all where people came together and they had a collective agreement to make and create these holes. It wasn't one individual. It was a collective effort thrown in to make these holes. They're all man-made holes. And it took a collective effort of different individuals to create the Chukakamata hole, to create this mine. It took a collective effort to create something like this. It took a collective effort to create the super borehole. It took a collective effort. These holes that were dug out through mutual connections and mutual interactions. One, no, listen, no, listen, one person could not have dug these holes in their lifetime. You can grab your shovel, you can grab whatever you want to grab, but there's not one person that could have dug these holes in their entire lifetime. You would have collapsed, you would have killed yourself, but you could not complete this task by yourself. One person could not have dug these holes in their individual lifetime. Listen, and no matter how good they were at at doing their jobs, no one individual could dig a hole this size. 
No one could dig a hole this size all by themselves. No one individual could make an impact the way everyone who participated did. Everyone who participated in creating these holes made an impact. And no one person could have it that size of an impact all by themselves. It took a collective effort. And no one individual could change the landscape all by themselves in the way that it was changed. If you look at the ground, you can see the landscape is forever changed because everybody participated in this collective effort. If you look at the landscape, it's forever changed because everybody participated and not one individual tried to do it. What I am saying is this. Some things will require connections. It was through mutual connections and mutual interactions. It wasn't just one crew out there working. It wasn't just one shift out there working. They had the morning shift. They had an evening shift. They had a late night shift. They had an overnight shift. They had a next to overnight shift. They had an early, early morning shift. It took more than just one team, one group of people working together to create the Chukukamata Mines. It took more than one person. It took a effort, a group effort. It took connections. Some things will require connections. Yeah, some things will require connections in order for them to be complete. We can't do it all by ourselves. And I know, I know, I get it. We like to think we can do everything by ourselves and sometimes we need connections in order to complete what we're trying to complete. And sometimes we will have to leverage these connections to get done what we are trying to accomplish. Yes, sometimes we have to leverage the connection in order to get done. Think about this. When you're holding a shovel in your hand, when you're holding that shovel in your hand, it takes the leverage that you're holding that makes that shovel do the digging. It's the leverage that we use that causes the hole to expand. It's the leverage that we put on the shovel that makes the hole become larger. It's what we leverage that can make the hole bigger. So sometimes we have to put some leverage on it in order to complete some things. It's not that we are incapable. It's not that we aren't gifted. May not even be that we aren't talented. But sometimes we have to use some leverage to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. Sometimes it will require some leverage. Let, let me show you. Let me show you what I mean. Where sometimes it takes some leverage. Here's a picture of someone digging 
and hold. And as you can see, they are holding the shovel, pushing it down with their foot, and they're using the leverage to create that hole. Sometimes it will require some putting some leverage behind what we're doing. It's not that we don't have good ideas. It's not that our vision or our dream is not a good idea. Sometimes some things will require us putting some leverage behind it. Yeah, yeah, it will require some leverage. It wasn't just one group. I mean, think about these holes, the Chukukamata mine and the super borehole. When you think about this, it wasn't just one group of people. It wasn't just one group out there saying, okay, we're one group and we can do it all by ourselves. We don't need anybody else. It's just us. We got all we got. It wasn't just one group. They worked around the clock. Effort like this, listen, effort like this requires around the clock commitment. Yeah, it requires around the clock commitment. You can't create this in one weekend or every other weekend. You can't create this only once a month or once every other month. Some things will require around the clock commitment. Our dreams, our goals, if we're trying to improve who we are as individuals, it will require sometimes around the clock commitment. One weekend out the month won't get it. Five minutes won't get it. It will require around the clock committed commitment. It wasn't just one group of people. Wasn't just one group. There were several groups digging holes. There were se several groups out there digging the hole. When one listen, and when when one group became tired, another group picked up where they left off. Yeah, so you may have an early morning shift, and you may have a late night shift. Where the late night shift became tired, the early morning shift would pick up where they left off. And when the early morning shift became tired, the middle of the day shift would pick up where they left off. And when the middle of the afternoon shift became tired, the later on in the day shift would pick up where they left off. Let me ask a question. Are you able to pick up where someone else left off. Let, let me ask that again. Are you able to pick up where somebody else left off? Are we versatile enough to pick up where someone else left off? In other words, are the only good ideas our ideas? If we believe that the only good ideas are our ideas, then we have not learned to pick up where someone else left off. If we think we are always right, we have not learned to pick up 
where someone else left off. Listen, someone else may have started it, right? Someone else may have started it, but are you able to pick up where someone else left off? Many of us don't want to be part of something unless we start it. Okay, let's just be honest, right? A moment of transparency. A lot of us, we don't want to be part of something unless we start it. But but let me tell you something, guys. Here's the secret. But here is the secret to starting anything. Here is the secret to starting anything, regardless of the business, whether it's a career, whether it's a fashion, whether it's a movie career, whatever it is. Here is the secret to what we start, anything we start. Here's the secret. What we start will only last as long as someone else is willing to continue it. Let me repeat that. What we start will only last as long as somebody else who is willing to continue it. Get this. Here's the example. The only reason companies are still around today, listen, which were created in the 20s and 40s, is because somebody was willing to continue because somebody was willing to continue it. So there are companies that are still around today from the 20s and the 40s and from the 50s and the 60s, all because somebody was willing to continue it, because somebody was willing to pick up where they left off. Listen, somebody else started it. Now, someone else has picked up where they left off. And now they are the CEO. Now they are calling the shots. Now they are the decision makers because they were willing to pick up where somebody else left off. The only reason, listen, the only reason airplanes have evolved from their inception is because somebody had to be willing to pick up where they left off. Listen, and when you pick up where someone else left off, you bring a fresh perspective. When you pick up where someone else left off, you bring a different experience. And it is what you decide to continue that will determine what you will see. So my question is, to everybody that's watching, everybody that's listening, can you pick up where someone else left off? Are you willing to pick up where someone else left off? There are people right now who are CEOs of a company because they were willing to pick up where somebody else left off. What? could be waiting on us and all we have to do is pick up where somebody else left off it wasn't just one person creating these holes it wasn't just one person from one region
They don't you don't you understand? They had to recruit people. Listen, if you're going to create something the size of the Chukukamata mines, if you're going to create something the size of the super borehole, you're going to have to create listen, recruit people who are willing to dig. Yeah, you're going to have to recruit someone who's willing to dig. What you're trying to do, you're going to have to recruit people who has your back. You're going to have to recruit somebody who's in your corner. You're going to have to recruit somebody to cheer you on. You're going to have to recruit somebody who says you can do this. You're going to have to recruit somebody who can stand with you. Don't you understand when you're trying to create something like this, you're going to get tired. When you're trying to create something like this, you're going to get exhausted. There are going to be times you want to drop the shovel, throw the shovel down, and walk away. You're going to have to recruit someone who's going to encourage you to keep that shovel in your hand. It wasn't just one person from one region or one area. They all may have, listen, they all may have been from the same country. They all may have been in the same country, but every one of them, everybody they recruited, everybody they got to help them, everybody that joined in, everybody that pitched in, everybody that drove a truck, everybody that pitched up a shovel, everybody that took out the trash, everybody that cleaned the floors, everybody that washed the windows, everybody that waited on somebody, everybody that took an order, everybody that opened the doors, everybody that drove a car, everybody that washed the car, they all pitched in. They all may have been in the same country, but every one of them had a different background. Each one of them brought a different experience. Each one of them brought something different. Let me let me just say this. Let me interject this right here. Let me just say this. It doesn't matter what the individual looks like or where they are from when they are willing to pick up their shovel and help you dig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what they look like. If they are willing to pick up their shovel and help you dig, I don't care if you got four arms and an eye right here in the middle of your forehead. If you are willing to pick up your shovel and help me dig, I'm down with you. We can get along together. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter where they came from. Listen, if they are willing to help you accomplish and complete what you're trying to do. It doesn't matter where they came from. What does it matter what it looked like? If they got their shovel in their hand, they came to dig. Just because they look like us doesn't necessarily mean they will dig with us. Yeah, doesn't mean that. You don't have to look like me or even believe like me. All I want to know is, are you here to dig? They didn't ask these people that were digging these holes. What's your background? What's your mother's name? What school you went to? Did you graduate? Did you graduate the first grade? Did you even graduate college? They didn't care. 
They asked, they recruited, they showed up, and they asked them when they showed up on a site, are you here to dig? So the next time someone wants to connect with you because you're trying to change things in your life, the next time someone wants to attach themselves to you, before you get that close with them, before you exchange numbers, before you exchange Instagrams, Facebook page names, before you get close with them, ask them, I'm only recruiting people who are willing to dig. If you're not willing to dig, why are you here? If you're not willing to help me with my future, why are you here? If you're not willing to help with the project, why are you here? Recruit somebody who's willing to help you dig. They didn't ask these people that came out there how how long, you know, how would you, would you have for breakfast this morning? They showed up. If they showed up on the job site, it was intended that it was, it, the expectation was you came to dig. If you called me, the expectation is you're trying to dig. If you're messaging me, the expectation is you want to help me dig. If they're calling you, they should be calling you because they want to help you dig. You know I'm trying to change some things in my life, and if, if you aren't trying to help me with those changes, then you're not trying to help me dig. Recruit somebody who is willing to help you dig. Yeah, you don't have to look like me. You ain't got to believe what I believe. All I want to know is, are you here to dig? When we, listen, when we limit our connections to those who just believe the way we do or only look like us, we reduce the support we could have chasing the approval of those we may never get. Digging holes. Digging holes. And each time, each time, let me put that picture of the individual putting leverage on the shovel, pushing it into the ground. Each time the shovel strikes the ground, a connection is made. Each time. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. A shovel touches the ground. A connection between the shovel and the ground is made. A connection is made. We cannot make an impact on something we are unwilling to connect to. For example, if we want to have an impact on our communities, we must connect with the community that we're trying to impact. Each 
time the several strikes the ground, a connection is made, which means, which means if we are going to dig something out, we can't be afraid to make a connection. Yeah, if we're trying to dig something out, we can't be afraid to make a connection. You can't create things like this without making a connection. You can't create things like this without making a connection. And listen, you can't even create this size hole unless you're willing to make a connection. Some things will require a connection. And what I and here's what I learned. And I don't know if it's just uh this part of the world or or what it might be, but we like to think, and 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 and, and it's kind of popular to think this way. We like to think um it's only we like to think it's only about who we know that we can make a difference. They said, Well, it's who you know, it's all about who you know. And in some instances, those connections will work because of the leverage. Those connections do work. We like to think it's only about who we know that can make a difference. But it's really about what are you willing to hit at that will make a difference. Understand this. Look at this. When you're digging, when you're using a shovel and you hitting and making that connection with the ground, that connection is making with the ground, with the shovel, you're hitting at something. You're hitting at the ground with the shovel. So we like to think that it's only about who you know that makes a difference. But in fact, it's really what you are willing to hit at that will make a difference. Understand. The reason you caught the other person's attention is not because they knew you. It's not because of the clothes you had on. It's not because of your hair. It wasn't the car you was driving. The reason you caught their attention is because you were willing to hit at something worthwhile. They saw you digging and you caught their attention. They saw you leveraging. And you caught their attention. They saw you striking the shovel with your ground at the ground, and you caught their attention. The reason you caught the other person's attention is because they saw that you were willing to hit at something worthwhile. The reason they paid you any attention is because you were willing to hit at something that was worthwhile. Listen. The reason the promotion was even offered to you is because they saw that you are willing to hit at something worthwhile. You showing up early, you getting there, staying there a little bit later. They said this person has got the big picture. They're willing to hit at something worthwhile. The reason people are attracted and drawn in by people because when someone else realizes that you're not about foolishness, when someone else realizes 
that you're willing to hit at something worthwhile, you will begin to attract what you need. We will begin to draw in what we need. We will begin to attract it. When people, in other words, when people see that you are serious about what you are trying to do, you will be surprised at the help you get. You will be surprised at the help that will come in. You will be surprised at who will join in. You will be surprised who will pick up their shovel. The reason you caught their attention in the first place is because you were willing to hit at something worthwhile. Listen. When a baseball team is recruiting a player, they don't go and get everyone who can swing a bat. And they don't go get everybody that can look good in a baseball uniform. The scouts look for somebody who was willing to hit at something worthwhile. They only recruit someone who is willing to hit at something worthwhile. And, and here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. When the game is going on, in the middle of the game, they don't want somebody who looks cute in a uniform. They don't want somebody who's going to swing at everything. Because, the, listen, and when a game is going on, they want somebody who can flip the score. Because they know the only way to change the scoreboard if they are down, if they are losing, if they're falling behind, if they're failing, they know the only way to change the scoreboard is to have somebody at bat who's willing to hit at something worthwhile. If we aren't willing to strike at something, yeah, just like digging in the ground with the shovel, if we aren't willing to strike at something, if we aren't willing to hit at something, we won't find out what we will what will work for us. What has been ready to change for us? What has been ready to change in our favor? Listen, hit at something that's worthwhile. Eliminate toxic relationships, toxic conversations, abandon toxic thinking and go after something that's worthwhile listen you know i'm a big believer in positive confession and i believe it because it begins to program our minds differently begin to say this to yourself type it in chat go after something worthwhile i'm i'm going after something worthwhile why do you keep giving why are you keep going why don't you quit why don't you give up because i'm going after something worthwhile people will begin to wonder why you won't quit what keeps you going because i'm going after something worthwhile listen when there's something you have a passion for sometimes your passion will keep you up while everyone else is asleep. It's not that I think I'm better than everybody. It's not that I'm trying to disturb you. I realize I got to go after something that's worthwhile. And notice something. I'm going to put back up the picture 
of the man shoveling with the dirt. Yeah, notice something here. When you look at this picture, I want to see if you notice something. And do you notice the ground, the dirt is on the ground? The dirt is on the ground. Did you notice the ground never comes up to meet the guy with the shovel? The ground never comes up to meet the shovel. The shovel always has to go down to where the ground is. What this means is, if it's something we want to do or accomplish, if there's a goal you have set for your life, you have to go after it. Yeah, yeah, say that to yourself. If there's something that you want to accomplish, if there's a goal you're trying to meet, the ground will not come to you. We have to go where the ground is. We have to go after it. It's not going to just always fall in our laps by luck or by magic. Go after it. Just like digging. Yeah, just like in this picture of this person that's digging. Just like digging. You might hit some hard spots, but go after it. The ground is not coming up to you. You've got to go where the ground is. Go with what you are looking for. If it's a degree, we've got to go to school. If it's a new career, maybe we need to add some skills. Whatever it is, go after it. Go go after it. Go after it. Go for it. Yeah, go after it. They might talk about you while you're going, but go. You might be confused while you're going, but go. You might be recovering from something while going, but go. If you have to get some help while you go, get your help and go. The ground won't ever come up to you. The ground won't ever come up to us. We have to go after it. We have to go where the ground is. And when you, if you notice something, if you look at this, these holes I showed earlier, the Chukakamata mine and the Super Borehole, even this one is a big hole someone dug in the ground. You notice the landscape is forever changed by the hole they dug. Did you notice that the landscape is forever changed by what they dug? And the landscape of things begins changing when the shovel strikes the ground. Did you notice that when the holes that we saw, the holes that were dug, forever changed the landscape. The landscape was changed when the shovel strikes the ground. Each time the shovel strikes the ground, the landscape changes. When the shovel strikes the ground, each time there is another connection with the ground, it changes the landscape. Each time the shovel goes after the ground, the landscape changes. And when you think about it, and when you think about it, and you really look closely and examine a shovel, 
It's just a piece of stick with, it's just a stick with a piece of iron on one end. Yeah, look at this shovel. It's just a stick with a piece of iron on the other end. And each time this thing, this tool strikes the ground, it changes the landscape. Each time that simple tool strikes the ground, connects with the ground, listen, it changes the landscape. It's just a stick with a piece of iron on one end of it. What I'm saying to you is this. It may not look like very much to begin with, but what you have is a game changer. Yeah, what you have in your hand is a game changer. It's just a stick with a piece of iron on the other end. But in your hands, it's a game changer. You might just have that piece of job, but in your hands, it's a game changer. You might be a single parent trying to do what you can do, but in your hands, it's a game changer. You may not have much to work with to begin with, but in your hands, it's a game changer. Listen, it may not resemble what someone else has, but what you have in your hand is a game changer. It does not matter if you have a GED or an eight-year PhD, because what you have in your hand is a game changer. And all you need to do is learn how to work what you've got. You ain't got to be jealous of nobody else when you know how to work what you've got. Don't you understand what you have is a game changer? Well, Travis, all I have is this. And when I look at social media, it seems like everybody else is so happy. But in your hands, it's a game changer. Shovel a stick with a piece of metal on the other end, a stick with a piece of metal on the other end can cause that size hole. Don't you understand? When something like this gets in the hands of somebody like you, it's a game changer. The reason you made it this far, the reason you can survive what you survived is because what you have in your hand is a game changer. You can't be them, and they certainly can't be you. So work what you've got. Work it, work it. There are times we can't wait on others. Yeah, connections are important. There are times we cannot wait on others. There are times we can no longer place things on hold. Connections are important. But sometimes you have to pick up your own shovel and go for yourself. Sometimes you got to go for what you know. Yeah, sometimes you got to pick up your own shovel and say, well, I'm going to start it. I might can't finish the whole project, but I'm going to pick up my shovel and I'm going to go for what I know. Sometimes you just got to go for what you know because the hole you dig in front of you is always greater than the hollow cavity you came from. It's always bigger than our past. The thing that you create in front of you 
will be bigger than what you came from. It will be bigger than what you climbed out of. It'll be bigger than your past. It'll be bigger than your history. Sometimes we have to be the ones to initiate contact. We have to be the ones willing to make contact with the thing we want. And whether it's a goal to lose weight or maybe a goal to gain weight or maybe to adjust some behaviors and habits, we must initiate first contact. The only holes we don't make are the ones we don't dig. First contact is up to us. Whenever the first shovel breaks the ground on a construction project, the first time a, a special ceremony is held. Yeah, whenever they, you know, whenever they're gonna build a new high-rise building or a super building or whatever they're gonna build or a grocery store, whenever they break ground on that, that's called a have a special ceremony called a groundbreaking ceremony. Yeah, they call it a groundbreaking ceremony. A groundbreaking ceremony is a kickoff event. Yeah, that marks the beginning of construction for a new building project. And in 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 and in, in football, they also have a kickoff. And in football, most players will admit that there's always some uneasiness right before kickoff. There will always be some nerves right before kickoff. Maybe everything we've been feeling up to this point are the nerves right before kickoff maybe maybe how you feel is real but it doesn't have to be lasting what i'm trying to say is give yourself a little credit just like a new building just like a new construction site give yourself a little credit just like the new building you're still under construction you can't say it's not worth it you're still under construction there will be gawkers and onlookers trying to figure out what you're supposed to be there will be those who will guess but you're still under construction yes there will be some difficult times yes we've had we will hit some hard moments but you're still under construction listen the ground won't come and meet you it won't come and meet us the ground won't come and meet you but you can always go where the dirt is you can always go where the dirt is listen we must look at our hopes and our desires in the same way a farmer looks at a field some will look at the same field a farmer look and some will only see the ground in other words some people will be negative no matter what you say some people will only see the downside of things but the farmer the farmer but the farmer does not see the ground a farmer doesn't see the ground the farmer sees what can come out of the ground the farmer sees the same thing that everyone else sees but they see what can come out of the ground 
They see what they can get out of the ground. They see the same dirt. But what they're looking for, what their eyes are trained to see is, what can I get out of this? I, I know there's dirt here, but what can I get out of this? I know it was an uncomfortable situation, but what can I get out of this? I know I feel uneasy, but what can I get out of this? This wasn't ideal. This wasn't the plan. This isn't what how it's supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to go down like this. But what can I get out of this? Are there any farmers in here today that's listening, that's looking at that situation, and you're not going to just see the dirt. You're not going to see the field. You're going to ask yourself, what can I get out of this? I know I got to clear some rocks out, but what can I get out of this? It's dirty, but what can I get out of this? A farmer sees the dirt, and a farmer knows. A farmer knows something. They got a secret. A farmer knows if anything is going to grow, they got to get dirty. Yeah, yeah. They got to get dirty. Put this in chat. Say it to yourself. It's time to get dirty. Yeah, it's time to get dirty. You can't sit on the sideline for this one. You got to get dirty. You can't coach from the sideline with this one. You got to get dirty. A farmer sees the dirt and a farmer knows if anything is going to grow, they got to get dirty. Whatever we are hoping for, we've got to be willing to get dirty for it. Yeah, let me say that again. Whatever we are hoping for, we've got to be willing to get dirty for it. Think about a farmer for a moment. It does not matter how much work they did. It doesn't matter how much they worked the previous day. The farmer will get back up the following day and work just as hard and work some more because the farmer has something worth getting dirty for. They can work 12 hours one day, go to sleep, get back up and put in 12 additional hours because the farmer has something worth getting dirty for. We've got to have something that's worth getting dirty for. Something that'll make you get back up. Something that'll make you keep going. Something that'll make you continue. I know you may not feel the best in your body. I know you're still trying to recover from the last trauma. But you, we have to connect with something that's make us worth getting back up. Something that's worth getting dirty for. Maybe you enjoy doing yard work. Maybe you enjoy planting flowers. Maybe you enjoy children. Maybe you enjoy volunteering. Whatever it is, you've got to find something that's worth getting dirty for. We've got to have something in our lives, whatever hobby it might be, that's worth getting dirty for. Something that will make you search something that will make you learn, something that will stretch us. What do you have that you're willing to get dirty for, that will make you, that you will sweat for, that you will wipe your brow and keep going for? Get dirty. Yeah, yeah, put it in chat. 
say it to yourself, get dirty. And that's, and that's how we must be. And that's how we must be when we're hoping for something to change in our lives, when we are hoping for something to make a difference in our lives, when we are hoping for something to have an impact, we have got to have something that is worth getting dirty for. Everything won't be cute and pretty and wrapped in a nice packaging with a bow on it. Some things will require some dirt. In other words, since the ground won't come to us, we've got to go where the dirt is. Farmers don't move into an area if the dirt can't support what they plant. Let me say that again. Farmers don't move into an area if the dirt can't support what they plant. Maybe, 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 just maybe our issue hasn't been or hasn't been what we've been planting, but the dirt we've been using can't support our crops. This is why some people can easily stop supporting us. This is why some people can easily walk away from us. This is why some people can easily no longer be friends with us when we try to grow and improve ourselves. This is why when you try to do something different, people will look at you strangely. Listen, don't become upset with them. The reason some can't support our dreams is because we've been planting them in the wrong dirt. We've been sharing our dreams and our hopes with others who aren't strong enough to support our crop. Don't become upset. Their ground isn't strong enough to support what you're trying to do. Their ground can't handle what you are doing. Don't stop dreaming because someone else's ground can't support what you believe. Go where the dirt is. Yeah, we've got to become like farmers. We've got to go where the dirt is. Since it won't come to us, we've got to go where the dirt is. Some won't like you for your decisions. Some will stop texting you. Others will unfriend you on social media. It's not that you want to offend anybody, but just like a farmer, you understand my life depends that I go where the dirt is. Too much time has been spent in places that could not support your crop. Too much time has been spent with little dirt. Too much time has been spent hoping for something to come out of nothing when all we have to do is go where the dirt is. Listen, it's just like a farmer. They know their life depends on where the dirt is. I'm not trying to be antisocial, but I realize I got to go where the dirt is. Listen, your shovel may be different than someone else's. Your shovel may be different than mine. Your shovel can be your voice. Your shovel 
can be a pen or a computer keyboard. Your shovel could be a skill that you have. It could be your creativity, our imagination, our skills. It could be our dreams and passions to accomplish something. Use it. Use what you have. If you sew, sew a sweater. It doesn't matter, but use what you have and dig. Guys, it's that time, and as always, it's for the real blast. Look, don't forget to visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with Capital T. Don't forget to tune in right here each Thursday, 4 p.m., 5 p.m. Central Eastern, to listen to the show. Also, you can stream your favorite episodes on your favorite streaming platform, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, and so many more. Guys, look, do me a favor. Don't listen. Do me a favor. Stick around and scan the QR code that you'll see. And let me know what you think about today's show. Thanks for tuning in. And it's always imparting. If you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. I'm out of here. I got to go. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.